Hour two of the Blitz. It's starting right now. Live here in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Live on 1340 AM, 105.7 FM. Here with you for another hour, getting you to your lunch on this halfway point in the week. Oh, it's Wednesday. It's coming. It's Wednesday. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I almost forgot. We're adding some more days, too, by the way. Okay. I don't yeah. know. I think I think Bre- we kind of we got a little too out of hand last night, going too many too quick, but I think we're going to try to work in Van Morrison There's Mondays. There's two more. Okay. Third Eye Blind Thursdays. Marshall Tucker Band Tuesdays. Marshall Tucker Band Tuesdays. <laughs> What's Friday? We're still we're still figuring it out. I was I was got to come naturally. Maybe like a, a freestyle Friday where you, you get to you get to just pick whatever you want or future a Friday. really good freestyle. You have to do the freestyle yourself. No 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 like well, I you bring us like, back oh, into freestyle. freestyle Friday like today. I'm feeling some uh, heat of the moment by Asia. Yeah. Or I could yeah, be yeah, like yeah, Freestyle yeah. Friday. You heard G Herbo's verse on his XXL <laughs> cipher. Either or. <laughs> sure. It's a really good one, by the way. Like top three. All right. I have to go look. Um. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's Wednesday. We're live. Uh, video feeds over on Twitter. You know where to find us. Fox Sports Knoxville. If you want to watch along, let's get hour two started with uh, an opening drive. I don't think I'm going to steal yours today either, Andy. Well, good thing I don't have one yet. <laughs> Snuck up on you? Usually don't have these opening drive things. I get it. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I know what you're going to talk about, right? I mean, I feel like it's, it's, it's right? given. Right. Right. Because the Titans yeah. have found themselves a GM. Ran. Ran Carthen. Finally. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Yes, Ran Carthen, the new GM in town. A uh, younger name, I think, in, in the business, an up-and-coming uh, executive. He was the 49ers director of player personnel. Um, Titans, I mean, definitely being aggressive with this move. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I can analyze a GM hire and, like, be like, well, you know, this guy was actually instrumental in, in the acquisition of such and such player for the 49ers because we don't really know. I mean, we can sit here. You know, there are people that I'm sure have a better insight that have, like, you know, more inside sources throughout the league. But, uh, I mean, we can sit here and say, okay, well, he comes from a 49ers organization that we know from a top-to-bottom uh, perspective. I mean, it's really ran pretty well, right? Like, we know that the 49ers, from a player acquisition standpoint, they've done a pretty good job couple slip-ups here and there. They may be been aggressive at the top of the draft. And one other thing that we know in the NFL, typically when you get into the later rounds, four, five, six, seven, when you get into those draft picks, it's less on the GM and, and more so it drops down to the guys that have been working, you know, scouting and, and running those departments and running the personnel departments. And the director of player personnel has a pretty big hand in some of those later round picks. 49ers, they've unequivocally uh, been excellent with their late round picks when with, with him there and even before that. So, uh, you know, combined with the fact that I think a lot of people have good things to say about him, I, I would consider it probably a pretty good hire. Like, I again, you know, it's, it's hard to really know. We'll see what his first couple moves are. He's going to have a lot of moves to make here and a lot of moves to make pretty quickly, a lot of decisions to make. But uh, 
hey, people, people pretty excited. And, you know, if there's a, an organization I'd like to emulate, I'd certainly like to emulate the 49ers. Yeah. No, any, any kind of like a 49er attachment to a GM sounds like a good deal to me. Sounds like a good deal to me. I think you all got, got a good guy. When he was a child, Ryan Carthen used to buy draft magazines and do his own mock drafts. <laughs> That's awesome. That's my kind Football of guy. Football guy. Beast. He was born for this. <clears throat> he was always born for this. That's awesome. But I think, I mean, I, to me, I think this shows that the Titans are going to still move in a pretty aggressive direction this offseason. Which makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, I want the Titans to continue to be aggressive. You know, and... and I mean, if you're a GM, like, there's not a uh, – you have a pretty good place to be, all things considered. You have a head coach that is was the coach of the year a year ago in place for you already. You have a new organization – you know, you have a new um, stadium coming down the pipe in a couple years. You have a, a supportive and aggressive owner. A decent fan base. You know, not a good one. I won't say a good one, but a decent one. And it's a great city to, to live and, and, you know, raise a family. So uh, I can see why it was a desirable job. But oh yeah, hopefully we can just bring some 49ers players with us. Is that something we're allowed to do? Yeah, I yeah. think McCaffrey's going to come, right? Like, can we? What, like, I heard yeah, yeah, McCaffrey and Henry. Deal. Can we just get like Trent Williams and like we'll take Trey Lance? Like, yeah, maybe we'll Debo. Like hands. Debo would be okay. We'll take Trey Lance off your hands, and and you know what? We'll give you like a six rounder. And yeah, we'll call it even, and we'll see if we can figure him out. You can take People Robert will- Woods. People were uh, Woods yeah, we'll give for you Debo Robert Samuel. Woods. Yeah, it's Robert a great Woods trade, for Andy. nobody. It's I don't a veteran want him around anymore. It's a veteran. People were freaking out about this GM. Like Trey Lance posted something on his uh, I saw that. Instagram story. Like basically the emoji form of just saying like good luck to someone, I guess. Or kind of just like, being like respect. Like, yeah, and they're like, oh, Trey Lance posts cryptic Trey Lance Instagram Nashville. story. Like he has any say at the moment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's kind of there. Um, these are players that Ran has been attributed to uh, helping the 49ers acquire uh, since 2017 in the late rounds. George Kittle, uh, pretty good player, all things considered, I'd say. Yeah. Decent tight end for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good player. Um, Richie James, who contributor now for the Giants at receiver Dre Greenlaw, uh, Jawan Jennings, Elijah Mitchell, Brock Purdy, and uh, Talanoa Hufanga. Hufanga. Nice. Some good names. Potential uh, Super Bowl winning team or a potential one-win playoff team this year. Works for me. Works for me. Andy, second down. Second down. Um, some big games last night in the Big 12 in, in men's hoops outside of the Tennessee-Mississippi State game. A lot of really good college basketball uh, last night. Kansas State at home get a big dub over second-ranked Kansas. Kansas is... Just their second loss of the season outside of the Tennessee game in the Bahamas that you saw. Um, Kansas State, statement win for them. They snapped a seven-game losing streak over uh, Kansas. It's called the Sunflower Showdown. I didn't know that. Shout out. I told you that yesterday. I didn't even like put it in my head that it was the Sunflower Showdown. First-year head coach Jerome Tang. Guy's doing well. 16-2 and now. 5-1 and in the Big 12. Huge win over, over Kansas. Marquise Noel, who's been, you know, one of their best player, maybe their best player, has he didn't even have a good game. He only had four points. Um, but Keontae Johnson, great as always, 24 points. He uh, missed what could have been the game-winning shot in regulation and then had a, a huge dunk in overtime to kind of seal the win. Alley-oop. How about that? Pretty awesome. Uh, Desi Sills 
former Arkansas guy. You remember him? I do. Season high 24 off the bench, so that was pretty cool. Shout out Kansas State. Big time home win. Also, Texas and Iowa State, another top 15 game. Longhorns falling apart there in the second half. Three-game winning streak comes to an end. Yeah, tough one for UTA. Yes, tough one for UTA. Um, return of Tyrese Hunter back to uh, Iowa State. Only had 10 points. Iowa State got the 11-point win. Cyclones, they're on the rise as well. TJ Ostenberger, man. Incredible. Good coach. Incredible coach. Turns out, very good coach. Texas. Some great coaches. A loss. Big 12. Big 12 is, is entertainment every night. Jerome Tang, it's safe to say that Kansas State and the Wildcats basketball team is looking pretty dangerous. Dangerous. Very there's un, un there. they're there's untanged. There for sure. Untanged. We can make it. They're untamed. Untanged. Coach of the year, Jerome Tang, right now. I mean, yeah, probably the favorite, right? He's in his first year with the team that was projected last in the hardest conference of basketball, like, I'm, I'm and now to, they're I'm like tied my, for like, first. Gotta be. I don't. I don't see a better. I don't I mean, see a Hurley. Like maybe had the early lead, but no. UConn's losing. There, like that's Sean Miller. There. Sean Miller's up like, there. Sean Miller, Xavier. Yeah. Sean I mean, Miller is up there. What, like maybe if UCLA just like has <sighs> a really strong close to maybe. the season. Maybe. I mean, do you uh, give it to Kelvin Sampson maybe at, at Houston? Alabama. You gave it to Nate Oates at Alabama. He's probably in the in the conversation. Let's give it to to. Matt Painter. His name is that College of Charleston. His name's escaping me. It starts. With yeah, he's he is Kelly? one of the best up and coming coaches. Um, no, no, no. We gotta give him some love. His name is uh, Pat Kelsey. Kelsey, I was close. I had Kelly. I I'd say let's let's not forget. Like they've been being forgotten until recently. Florida Atlantic, the best mid major team in basketball. Dusty May. Dusty. Nation's second longest active win streak at sixteen. 16 in a row for good old Florida Atlantic. Pretty cool. Who has the nation's longest win streak? Nation's longest win streak? Because um, I don't know. Has not lost well, until last night. Though. They lost yeah, last I was night. Say, um, I, can't, I can't even find it. I'm trying to find it. Might be Florida Atlantic. No, they have the second. Yeah, that's what you just said, don't you? It's got to be some other mid-major team, right? Maybe. So they have the second longest, and and they've won fourteen straight, correct? Or fifteen straight? Fourteen straight? Yeah, they've won. They've won sixteen in a row, and it's the second. Florida Atlantic has. Yes, Florida Atlantic. They won. lost. Oh, I guess because their first game was sixteen against the in D2 a row. School didn't count. Okay, I was thinking about there. So they've won six. Who's won seven? We need a team with seventeen Whoa. wins. I guess College of Charleston does. Right? It's not Carl to Charleston, not, though. No, it is. It right? is. Yeah, because they lost one That's game. That's probably Charleston. Or they, they, they won their season over yes, and lost the, their second Charleston game. Charleston has the, nation's, won every game the nation's longest active win streak right now is Charleston at 18. I wonder, I wonder who has the nation's longest active losing streak. Anyway, third down. Uh, the saga, saga, whatever it is, continues. As now reports have come out this morning. Florida quarterback commit Jaden Rashada has officially requested release from his national letter of intent after a $13 million name, image, and likeness deal fell through, according mm. to multiple reports. 
his future has been in doubt really since he failed to enroll at Florida last week, sending signals that something was off and, and something was indeed off. He flipped his commitment from Miami to Florida mid-November, uh, signed with the Gators on the 21st of December, uh, but his, his arrival was contingent on a four-year, $13 million NIL deal. He signed with the Gator Collective. A person with a you know familiarity uh, told the Associated Press on a condition of anonymity. Uh, the Gator Collective, that's their NIL deal. Um, they terminated the binding agreement. The financial backing fell through. Man, that's it's kind of been a mess, hasn't it? I think that's like, I mean, this is like the first time we're seeing it on a big scale like this, but I, I don't think it's been... Like, I don't think this is the first time something like this has happened. Like, we've heard, I think, rumors floating around out there and everywhere that some of these NIL deals have been falling through. Uh, so, you know, I, here we see it on the big stage. Call me crazy, but I don't think this is, like, a, a loss for Florida. I don't think so either. It like, seems call like me crazy, too but much. you're avoiding, yeah. like, a, 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 lot a diva of, of drama a there that had a pretty bad senior year, all things considered. Hmm. You're avoiding paying him for $13 million? Yeah, I'd be all right with that, honestly. Rumor is he's trying to go to uh, Arizona State with Kenny Dillingham after he was recruiting him to Oregon. Uh, I guess is Miami off the table? Did they? Yeah, it's three Pac-12 schools. Apparently it's down to like Arizona State, uh, Washington. I can't remember the third one. I want to say UCLA, but that doesn't seem right considering they just got Dante Moore. All right. Very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. I could see Arizona State. Over to you. Uh, so they've released some power rankings for the remaining NFL teams. Uh, NFL.com being the, them. Uh, I'm gonna read them out. You tell me. You tell me if you have an issue with them. I don't know. It's always eight just, teams left. Yeah, eight okay. teams left. Right. Right. That's right. Yeah, eight teams left. And I've seen a couple different power rankings. There's a few consistencies. There's a few things that differ. I'll, I'll give my opinion as well. Sam, you can give yours too. At one, NFL.com has the 49ers. I kind of agree with that. I don't. I mean, maybe. I mean, they've won 11, 11 in, a in a row. Best yeah. defense in the league. No, I don't know. I feel like you it. know maybe you want to favor one of the quarterbacks, right? Like the Bills or the Bengals, Mahomes or, Bur or, or, or you know Burrow. I mean, Brock I mean, Purdy, Allen man. Or Burrow, but like. Those two teams have been all right. I guess maybe the Chiefs. Like I'd still, I'd still probably say the Chiefs should be. Yeah, yeah, me one. too. Uh, number it's two is where the Chiefs come yeah, in. I mean, I'd flip those two, but like maybe not. Also, no team wants argument. to play Pat Mahomes in the, in, in the playoffs. No I'll, team I'll wants tell you to play what. Brock Purdy. Hey, Pat Mahomes, fraud. Hasn't won a road playoff game yet. Well, good thing he doesn't have to. Just saying, can we, can, we really, can we really respect him as a quarterback until he goes and wins a road playoff game? Yeah, I guess. Can we really call the, him one of the greats? He's undefeated at the divisional stage. <laughs> Never, ever won a road playoff game in his entire career. It's just, that's ridiculous. Dak Prescott's even done that. Uh, number three. Ryan Tannehill has. True. Best quarterback, quarterback I know. Buffalo Bills come in at number three. I don't think they've been playing well enough for them to be a three. I disagree with that too. I know. I think again, we just it's just the Bills get enamored with the Bills and Josh Allen without, you know, just entirely refusing, I, I guess, to recognize any of their downfalls. Yeah. Number four coming in at four, Cincinnati Bengals. 
do we think that that's a fair top four? I think we're forgetting a few teams, in my opinion. We're, we're staying pretty, uh, pretty AFC dominant there. Give me the I like Giants that top at three. four, all things considered. Give me the Giants would, at three. Like, I would reverse three and four, too. So I would have the Bengals at three, the Bills at four. I would have the Chiefs at one, and I would have the 49ers at two. But I would probably have the same top four. I think we're, we're forgetting about number five, the Philadelphia Eagles, though. I'm cool with them at five. Very cool with them at five. I still think the Eagles are a really good team. Uh, I, th I think that they should be worried against the surging Giants, clearly. I still think they're a great team. I don't think they deserve – they haven't done anything recently that deserves to put them at five, maybe just because Jalen Hurts hasn't really played. Yeah. But you get, like Jalen, you get Jalen Hurts back, then I, you're good. If you feel better about them. But I guess, yeah, without Jalen Hurts, they're probably the last team in the play <laughs> probably at the bottom. Um, number six is where the Cowboys come in. Number seven is where the Giants come in. And number eight is the Jags. I think everyone thinks the Jags is eight. Yeah. Probably fair. The Giants have played good enough to put them high, but it's like they're every a lot of teams are really good. It, like it's hard to power rank the eight playoff teams because every team is is pretty good at this mm -hmm. point, you know. They're all deserving to be there. It's not a sexy pick to put the Giants in the top four or five. It's like it's one of those picks. It's like, hey, this is a dark horse. Like they're playing good, so maybe if it's a power rankings, I think they played better football than the Bills did this past Sunday. I think they played better football than the Bengals did. I don't think they played better football than the Cowboys. And the Cowboys played some of the better football yeah. of the weekend. So I guess it just depends on power rankings. Like, oh, who played the best week one? Well, then what do you do with the Chiefs and the Eagles? They didn't play. I don't know. Interesting. I love the eight teams that are left in the playoffs. Personally, I think we're going to get some really fun games. Um, I, I love think, every underdog. Yeah. No, every weekend. every team that's in there, I feel like is. I like the underdogs a little too much. I like all of them too much. <laughs> I like two of them. I like. You guys like I Dallas? really like the Giants, and I really like the Bengals. Yeah, Not Bengals being oh, five and a half underdogs. Bengals, Giants, Sorry. I will be slamming that this week. What about the Jags? You like the Jags? Not interested. <laughs> Not interested really? in the Cowboys either. I'm interested in the Cowboys, like, spread-wise. Nope. I think that's a closer game than I think the, the Niners eke it out. But, uh, 14. 14. Dak Prescott, three interceptions. Did Dak Prescott just have, like, two of his good playoff games in one, you think? He just got it all out against the yeah, Bucs? Yeah, he... he he played too good. That was the best game I've ever seen Dak Prescott play. I think, yeah, I think He's that was dialed Dak's in. There's no way he can he can follow that up. Like, there's just zero, zero. Yeah, chance. no way, right? Right, right. Hey, oh, must be the money. Boom, boom. All right, good opening drive. So, want some bonus news? Sure. Yeah. Well, too bad. Oh, actually, no, oh. I have it. <laughs> I lost it for a second. Uh, Sean McDermott said that Demar Hamlin. He's been in the building. Daily now, mm. so I think he's gonna like be on the field, like not like playing, but like you think Maybe. he's gonna be on the sidelines this I week? I don't know. Like, would that be traumatic to like be out on the field against? The I team don't know. Like, like happened against that would be weird. But can't you just see like him running out of the tunnel before yes. a playoff game and everybody and freaking happens, out and like everybody I will going be like scrambling to cash out? Oh yeah, <laughs> scrambling like. <laughs> I mean, like if he if he comes out that tunnel, like, and they introduce him on the field, like nobody that place in, is nobody go crazy. in Orchard Park is safe from imminent destruction. Oh man, it's, people are going to lose their minds, and like the team's going to be so fired up. Uh, Poor Bengals. You want they, another? They already had you to want another headline that. to add on to this opening drive? I have another one too. Oh, throw them all out there. 
this is somehow real, right? Uh, what I'm about to tell you is not like a, yeah, a, sure. a fake a tweet. It's not third year Letterman or The Onion or okay, real a tweet. troll account. Yeah. It's not Richard G. West. Nope. It's just Nate Oates. <laughs> this is exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> no way. Wait, no way. Let's hear it. Nate oh, Oates no. uh, told the Alabama Sports Network that he spoke to former NFL linebacker Ray Lewis in the wake of Darius Miles' arrest. Quote, I don't know, what was that? His daughter went to Alabama a year and a half ago, but he went through a similar situation in Atlanta. He played in the NFL, so he told me what he thought guys, <laughs> the guys needed to hear. Huh. Oh, in- oh indeed. <laughs> in case you missed it, right? Oh. A player for Alabama, Darius Miles. Very sad situation. Arrested. Uh, one of two people arrested for capital murder over the weekend. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis didn't get convicted for that, did he? Was alleged was uh, you know wrapped up in a in a murder case and was you know allegedly involved and never faced any like legal consequences. So I guess Nate Oates just like goes to talk to him about it. Like I mean, I feel like this is uncharted territory. Like when in the middle of the season? It's the most you- preposterous statement I've quite frankly ever heard i just this is they're in such uncharted territory like what do you do like you just had a teammate i don't think you call ray lewis probably not i don't are we gonna get like a prayer circle and like try to summon the spirit of aaron hernandez too like do we need some guidance from him no i think he's just like it more in terms of like oj not available (laughs) i don't know much about the ray lewis situation honestly to know like what he did and didn't do but it is crazy maybe yeah maybe you could get like Get like Derrick Henry in there just to like be like, hey guys, like, don't murder. Or no, just <laughs> I don't think that's what he's wanting. Then I don't think that's like what he's don't wanting to be get. Be like your team. I think he's just trying to like, trying to figure out what to do. Like, like, because I'm sure the team is all pretty shocked by this and like, probably like, what happened? Like, this is crazy. I don't think the team is all like about to murder more people. Like, I don't think that's the situation we have <laughs> well, on our yeah. hands. Obviously. Yeah. Like, no. Just so weird. I think they're probably so shell shocked that they like, had a teammate like go through this and like. So weird to think that like Nate Oates was just sitting there like, man, this is terrible. How do I deal with this? Call Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. He. Can, that is a weird. He can, he can I would never it. have thought that those two names would be connected in any way. All right, good opening drive. <laughs> we will. Uh, you gotta a spin break. a wheel. Oh, I do have to spin a wheel. Yeah, you do. We'll, we'll hit that next. Okay. I'm just going to replay it. Yeah, start it over. Nothing better than those little hammers. Mm-hmm. I can listen to that. <laughs> Should we play it again? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, play yeah. it again. Play One it more again. time. <laughs> I kind of like want to go set that as my phone alarm, I think. I might I might make this my uh, my ringtone. I currently have the Masters theme song as my ringtone. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's the coolest me. thing I've ever Someone seen. Someone call me. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's the best dollar I've ever spent in my life. I you paid a dollar for it? Yeah. I, mean, I, I paid was a like, dollar to have All right, I'll, I'll call you right now. When I was like 15. I'll call you right now. Once the song fades. Okay, you can call. I think we also have the Masters theme like in our I think you do. I've our bumpers, too. Yeah. 
That's wild. <laughs> That's a hilarious <laughs> ringtone to have. My text tone is Rocky Top. Nice. Oh, that every, every, every time you get a text. Every time I get a text. The whole song? Rock, the, the whole. <laughs> that's, that's, that would honestly be very annoying. <laughs> I Group love Rocky Top. just going off. Just I, I don't top think a thousand I do that. Times. I don't ever have my volume on. Okay, there yeah, you go. Yeah, I don't either normally. Oh, yeah, it would be off the old. So there's really no point of having that as your <laughs> text tone. I also have a custom vibration for text messages. That's Rocky Top. It's like, zin, 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 zin. You made the custom vibration into Rocky Top? I did. That's impressive. (laughs) You're not a true fan if you don't have vibrations on your phone to Rocky Top. It makes everyone so mad that I'm with when my phone's just like sitting on the table. You have it on the, yeah, you just like, buzz Because I also get about a million notifications every 10 minutes. Yeah, you're just a popular guy. I just, I have so many notifications turned on. My oh parents, yeah, for different my apps parents too. Get so mad, there's like they can hear from like two bedrooms over and down the hall. Like my phone <laughs> buzzing on the at table, night, apparently, just on the table. Oh man, good anyway, stuff. Minute work Wednesdays, we love it. You gotta spin a wheel. I do. Let's pull it up. Let's just do it. Uh, we'll spin a wheel and then we'll just head right back to break and then we'll do <laughs> Tuesday draft. I love a quick wheel and then back to break. Wheel and break. We've done that a couple of times. And I'm gonna be honest, I'm pretty scared this morning. You got off good yesterday. I have a bad feeling bad 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 feeling that because i did not wear a suit today oh. i am in trouble <laughs> true that is true the all-seeing wheel has taken notice all right all I mean, the options still the wheel on knows there. like the wheel's just yeah oh for sure the wheel is an omniscient being <laughs> yes uh, all right, For the wheel sure. is on the TV behind me. It has, well, it's supposed to have only 19 entries, yeah, because I got rid of, of uh, I got to resave it now. Bag of Twizzlers. I forgot about it. Bag of Twizzlers. <laughs> that one was brutal, wasn't it? You didn't make it through that one. All right, spin that wheel. <laughs> oh, no. It's the best part of oh, my world. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. For three weeks. Suit for a week again. Charlie, Charlie might just become a suit what guy. What are the odds? What are the odds out of every option? Suit for a week. Charlie's only wearing a suit. Hey, at least it's like not a physical it's a, labor a, punishment. Yeah. Like you're not eating anything hot. Like you just have to wear a suit for three weeks now. The entire rest of the month of January and into February, you're going to be wearing a suit. In the morning. It's it saw you weren't wearing a suit and was like, We're gonna make sure you get punished. I mean, what did I tell you? The wheel <laughs> is just. Extremely. Got heat and pelicans in your calendar? <laughs> yeah, it's tonight. You put bas- you put like <laughs> put heat all and pelicans the sl- into your calendar. Yeah, you dot on every day of the month. You put the do you like do this at the start of every month every no i don't really i don't have it i haven't touched this calendar in so long there's just random stuff did you add that it. manually you though? must automated like or have their that calendars automated, automated. Like, that's impressive. it looks odd because you have the address and I, and like, yeah. I have tosh.0 tuesdays in my calendar that hasn't been on the air in, in like four years <laughs> so that's from like high school <laughs> so let's see i'll be wearing i'll be wearing a suit the rest of this week the 23rd through 27th, the 30th of January all the way till February 3rd, and then even February 6th. 
It's February 6th right now is the last day of suits. That's like at this we point will, I might have to get another suit. We will know the Super Bowl matchup at that point. Like we're <laughs> like suit till the Super Bowl. That's past Groundhog Day. Like you're going all the way through for the rest of this month. Rest of January, you'll be looking uh, nice. New flea medicine on the tenth. All right, good to know. That's crazy. And the thing is, you could get more added on. Like that, this rate, you're like at this rate, I'm going to be wearing a suit <laughs> until the next football. So season. far, yeah, we're you're on a 66.7 percent clip of getting suits from this wheel. Unreal. Send us a break. <laughs> All right, it's Wednesday. It's 11.39. You know what that means. It's time to play Tuesday Draft, because that makes sense. Sam, over to you. Yeah, we're going to go into the uh, kind of transition into the college basketball season now. Let's go a draft of our top basketball teams outside of the top four seeds in bracketology here. So outside of our top 16 teams in the country, who are our most dangerous college basketball teams outside of there? Teams that can make the Final Four? Yeah, so yeah. teams... Best equipped to make a, run, a tournament run, tournament run outside national of the championship run. current projected top 16 seeds on Joe Lenardi's bracketology? Yes. All right. So the that eliminates... Uh, yeah, name, our, name off our, our ones or twos or threes or fours. Just get them, all, get them all out. Get them all out and out of there. That eliminates... I got it up. Purdue, Alabama, Houston, Kansas, UCLA, Tennessee, Gonzaga, Xavier, Iowa State, Texas, UConn, Arizona, Virginia, Kansas State, TCU, and Marquette. Good teams. So those 16 teams are gone. Let's draft five each. Andy, you got a coin? Nope. All right. You get to go first this time then. Siri. Siri. Oh, I'm taking screenshots. How do I call Siri again? Siri. Siri, flip a coin. Call it in the air. Heads. Siri, flip a coin. Tails. All right. Uh, I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, it's kind of tough. It's very tough. Um, oh, man. Because I have some gut picks, but then I also have some I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of picking as well. Um my first gut pick that I'm going at number one is Baylor. They're number five right now. A team, obviously, that's used to winning and going far in March. Scott Drew is a great coach. They've had some ups and downs this year. They've gotten some big wins. They beat UCLA. They beat Gonzaga. They've had some tough losses. They lost to TCU at home. They lost to Kansas State at home. But the Big 12 is the best conference in basketball for a reason. And I think most Big 12 teams, it goes two ways. Either... The Big 12 has a complete, utter disappointment in the tournament, or they are just so ready for March by the end of the season that they are all going to do very well because they just are playing March Madness-type games every single day of the year. Like, every single game is a team from the tournament. So I think Baylor has a, they have a great offense. They've been super shorthanded this year. They haven't been without, uh, you know, what was it? LJ Cryer, he hasn't been there for a while, I think. I don't know when the... I th- he missed a couple of games in there. I don't know. He he might be back now, but he missed a lot of games there for a while. Keontae George looks like one of the better players, if not in the Big 12, in, in the country. Adam Flagler is still a really good talent. 
Uh, they still got Flo Thamba, one of the best names in college basketball. So long explanation short, I think Baylor could still be set up for a good run if they start clicking a little bit more. Defense needs some work. Offensively, they're one of the better teams on that end. They remind me of Purdue a lot of last year, but just not as good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can... Like the Jaden Ivey, high-octane offense, no defense. All right, so I got two picks here. Um, my first pick is, I mean, this is tough. I'm going to go with, and stay with me here, Indiana. Okay. Indiana. Mm-hmm. Right now, they've they've dropped all the way down to a projected 10 seed. They've, they've lost three of their last four. Losses. They've yeah. lost. But if they get to the tournament, I think they're going to get some guys healthy. Like they've had just okay. tons of injuries, especially with their guards. Uh, their guard play has, you know, been kind of back and forth. You know, I think Race has been hurt. Like they've had a couple other guards get hurt. But what they do have is is Trace Jackson Davis. Like they have one of the better, uh, you know, players in the country. And and what they also have, I mean, they they were able to get pretty hot last year. Mm-hmm. They were able to get hot. Uh, go on that Big Ten tournament run. Um, I think they're going to be healthy, and I think they're going to be playing their best basketball come March. And this was a, t- I mean, a preseason top fifteen team. Uh, so I'm going to go Indiana, and I guess yeah, two in a row here. I'm going to also take Duke. Uh, mm. I know things haven't looked great for them this year. You know, I know that uh, there, there's nothing super redeeming about them, but they're still Duke. Like they're still Duke, they still have stars, they still have Flip Flipkowski. Yeah. Like they still have some dogs. Um I think maybe similar to like UNC last year where they were kinda back and forth all year, like that can start to to pull together towards the end of the year. Maybe Shire can get him going, get him on a run. Definitely not playing to the crowd at all by picking Duke. Just think that that's one of the best picks. So Duke, back to you, Andy. Duke's not who I would have chosen, but um yeah, it's kind of at some point you got to make some bold claims, given that you can't pick the best teams in the nation right now. Um, I'm gonna go with kind of a dark horse for my first one. I got two picks in a row here. I'm gonna go with the Creighton Jays, top ten team in the preseason. They went through a, an absolutely atrocious stretch earlier this year where they lost six in a row from late November to mid December. They lost six games in a row. A lot of it they were dealing with injuries, um, but they you know they beat Arkansas this year. They beat Texas Tech. They're in one of the more competitive conferences this year in the Big East. Big East is a really good conference this year. They've won their last two. They just beat Providence, who was the top team in the conference there for a minute. Um, and they just beat Butler. Yeah, you, you like Butler. I know you're a Butler guy, but they're, not, dogs. they're not the best in the Big East this year. Pretty bad. Um, but I think Creighton, they've got the talent. They were a top ten preseason team for a reason. Greg McDermott and his team last year um, really started to get things together more towards the end of the season. Um, nine seed in the tournament last year got a win. Kind of played Kansas pretty good. Um, not to say that you know the maybe the the most suited for making a, a long run. I just think they're very well balanced and they have the talent enough on both ends of the ball to maybe make a push. Right now they're sitting at an eight seed. The hope is they can get up maybe to a six seed and make that run and, and have a better end of the year. But I I wouldn't count Creighton out by any means. And then my next one. I want to go. I just want to pick some dark horses. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Don't do it. Don't take who I'm about to. I'm going to pick um, currently sitting right now at the seven seed. Oh, you're going to do Mary's. it. No, mm. you 
St. Mary's Gales, coached by Randy Bennett. They've won seven games in a row right now. They've got a matchup with Gonzaga coming up on February the 4th. That is going to be must-watch must basketball in the West Coast Conference. A, a game at home for St. Mary's that Ken Palm has them projected to win. A team, a, that, team to play. a team that might be the best team in that conference now. They're going to really compete with Gonzaga this year. A team that plays really good defense. Analytics favor favor St. Mary's in that conference. Yeah, no, St. Mary's has a really good team. They had a tough stretch there in late November where they lost three games in a row, one of them being to, to Houston, though, so that's not a bad loss. But they lost at home to New Mexico, who was a really good team there at the beginning of the year. Loss on a neutral site to Washington, not good. They lost Colorado State at home. That's not good. But since then, they've kind of got things together against, you know, obviously an easier conference. But, you know, Gonzaga usually comes out of that conference and does pretty well in the tournament here and there. So I think St. Mary's is built for a good run this year. They're at a seven. I think they get up higher than a seven by the end of the year. And I think they could be dangerous in March. They were pretty good last year. And I think a, lot, a, a very popular pick last year in March. And they won one game, but then, you know, couldn't make any more steps. I think they can get to the second weekend this year. Four guys shooting over 42% from three on that team. That's not bad. Not bad at all. I'm going to do it to you then. I'm taking FAU. Okay. I'm taking FAU. Uh, We've seen them have the nation's second longest win streak. We've seen them have some pretty impressive wins. Uh, We've seen them play consistent, just great basketball. I mean, 16-1. and Uh they're a really balanced team too, so like you're not kind of hinging on the performance of one guy. Um, very efficient, very talented, can hit from three. I like FAU. I like them to get in that like seven ten matchup and, and maybe find themselves beating a two seed. Okay. Elsewhere, I guess yeah. I got I, some I, picks. Here. I just see. I I feel like FAU ceiling is an, a nine seed and. And then you have to be a one seed. Like I think their ceiling's like a seven. Okay, but then you gotta be a two seed. Like, but I think they. I, I think it's. I think it's more likely they're in that like seven ten game. I hope they're in the six eleven game, and that they can have a better run in that situation as either a six or an eleven. I bet they're an eleven. By yeah, the I was end. gonna say I don't think a six seed's made the final four in like. Effort? Six seeds They're are like always very underwhelming. Years. Like good teams. That six seeds are always just like was not it UConn a six seed during that. That uh, no. no, they were a seven. They were a three seed with Kimba Walker, and they were and a, a seven. A seven. With Boatwright, yes, right, yeah, Boatwright, yes. Because the six seed hasn't made the fir- the final four in like, I don't know if it's ever or at least in like thirty years. It's been a while. Been a while. Um. All right, rapid fire here. Uh, my next pick is going to be Auburn. Okay, so I have two more. You have one more. Yeah, Rick, or not Rick Barnes, Bruce Pearl. He's just got some some March badness in him. He does. You got two more. Yeah, I got Rutgers out of the Big Ten. They've won two in Take a row. Em. Northwestern, Ohio State, Purdue, Take and em. Maryland. They're a good team. Take they, no, they're a good team. I don't care. Take them. Um, and then my last one, I will also go with. Uh, I'll go with the those uh, fighting Illini out of the Big Ten as well. I'm going to go Illinois. They've won four in a row. Um, I think a Big Ten team can be built for a run this year. I kind of want to take UNC. 
I wouldn't be bad by that, no. Yeah. But I think instead I'm going to take a team that's not actually in the tournament field right now. That's projected outside of the tournament Kentucky? field. Kentucky? I'm going to take the Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah, I almost I did mean, that. Look, I, I, I still don't – like, I, I don't think they're all that good, but – I mean, it still is Kentucky. Like, it still is Coach Cal. It still is Oscar Shibway, who just dropped, like, 37-24 and 24 last night. Crazy. Uh, looking like the National Player of the Year the last couple games. Uh, I think they've figured some things out lineup-wise. I think they've allowed Reeves to take things over a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think anyone would be surprised if you saw them make a tournament run. So, Sam, it's time to decide. Andy's five teams, Baylor, Creighton, St. Mary's, Rutgers, and Illinois. My five, Indiana, Duke, FAU, Auburn, and Kentucky. Who have you deemed the winner? Charlie, I'm going to go with you there. Let's go. Mm. That was very close, though. Very close. Um, that was a close one. That was I'm very not losing close. in 2023, Andy. You're done for. I, honestly, Charlie, I would have liked for you to pick uh, Miami instead of Duke. I thought hard about Miami, but, uh, but I don't know. I just feel like. I like that Kentucky pick at the end. I think I got a strange feeling Cal's going to make them I win the too. SEC championship just over do us weird. and Bama. He's just going to do something weird. All right, best bet to wrap up the show. Coming up <laughs> next. All right, wrapping up the show like we always do. A little best bet. The NFL playoffs are heating up in the FanDuel. Every play is a rush. New customers join today so you can bet the divisional round with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up today with promo code BLITZ. Man, if I had $150 in free bets, give me a double dog money line parlay. Let's make some moolah. How about it? Little uh, Bengals money line, little Giants money line. Stick them together, bada bing, bada boom. Throw down your $150 free bet. That's money. It's America's number one sports book. They have all your favorite bets from money lines to point spreads to player props. Plus, with FanDuel, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use so football fans don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet and get up to $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code BLITZ. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, President Tennessee, first online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required, bonus issues, non withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days, restrictions apply, see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com, gambling problem, call T and redline 1-800-889-9789. All right, best bet. we got to hit them quick because we took a long time to draft. Yeah, I'm gonna try and uh, hit some NBA overs like Andy here. Let me go. Can't do it like the Let me go over 228 in this Cavs in this Cavs Grizzlies no game. No way, that was mine. Oh wow, wow. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna go against it now, so we're both just gonna do it. Let's ride it. Double Grizzlies Cavs. Yeah, Grizzlies Cavs. It's it's only uh, 228. Give me the under. No, I'm kidding. My best bet is Missouri at home. Get minus two. Actually, I don't think I like that. I'm riding on your over instead. Let's go. We all got yeah. the over. Let's go. Grizzlies, Cavs. All right. Y'all have a beautiful day. For Sam Beard, for Andy Brock, I'm Charlie Collier. I appreciate y'all tuning in. And stay locked in. It's John Reed, Talk Sports. Cody McClure. Up next. <laughs>